Hello, and welcome back to North of Shy, the Beard Warner North Shore podcast. I'm Ian Robinson, the designated managing broker of the Glenbrook office, here with my co-hosts. Dina Listener, designated managing broker of the Highland Park office. Anthony Moravian, the designated managing broker of Winnetka. And today we're going to talk about the fact that we're recording this, right? It's about to turn October of 2023. And the reality is that people are in our industry start to slow down this time of year. That's exact opposite what you need to do because the 2024 spring market is already here because what you do today is determining your spring. So let's have a conversation about that. Well, I think that it is tempting in the fall because inventory tends to taper off historically uh, in the fall. So it's easy to think, oh, well, now would be a good time to uh, just relax, clean up the house, prepare for fall, think about the holidays. And while all those things are important, equally as important is using this time to um, bone up maybe on your education and certainly to be keeping in touch with your sphere. It's a wonderful time of the year because it gives us a real reason to get in contact with everyone. Absolutely. And what are some of the ways that we're recommending they get in contact? Well, certainly keeping in touch using your CRM is important, right? Your basic newsletters, that's that's just kind of your baseline level of keeping in touch. Um, always making a phone call, sending a text, or even as fall comes around, using that time, the holiday season, to do Popeyes. It's a great time to get in touch with your sphere face-to-face. And I know, Anthony, you're a big believer in real estate reports. Want to, want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. You know, this would be a good time to just get people thinking about spring because, you know, it's before we know it. Yes, we're about six months away, but it's almost there. Uh, this is also a time where people have a little more time in their hands and it would be more likely to see you and to meet with you in person. Right. And when you when you were selling, Anthony, and you did the real estate reports, what what was in your report that you delivered to them? It depended on the client. If it was someone that was a very analytical, wanted to see the stats, I would do a lot more. But sometimes it could be as simple as recent sales in the neighborhood. Excellent. As a matter of fact, today I am teaching a class at my office on doing a property review. And one of the things that we talked about is that while you are doing your prop buys, that's a great time to give them a property review of their neighborhood, as Anthony suggested. Um, Having just recent solds, it doesn't have to go in depth. It's not a CMA. It's just letting them know what's happening in their market. Because while we as agents assume that they see the same things that we're seeing, they don't. They, They don't always know what has sold or what has gone off the market or what has uh, been listed on the market. So it's a really nice way to keep your client or previous clients, hopefully lifetime clients, um, keep them engaged in their market and keep them uh, appraised as to where their house is um, financially, where they stand. And another thing with the private market, you know, we don't, we take it for granted that we see it in the MLS, but so often something goes under contract and sold that they never see a sign, they never hear about it. So a lot of times I've found that people are very appreciative that they know that there's comps that they had no clue about. And you know what? As you're mentioning that, it's also a great opportunity to talk to your clients about Zenlist. This is a terrific time to get your clients signed up and utilizing 
uh, Zen list because as holidays happen and they're spending more time with family, uh, that's when a lot of people decide that they're going to move or they're going to make some changes in their life or babies are born or created in the winter. So there's a lot of life changes. Yeah, absolutely. And our Baird Warner agents here that are not using Zenless, remember the company will pay for that for you uh, if you are going to use it. So just uh, talk to your SSM in your office. If you're not with Baird Warner and you're not using Zenless, look into it because you know a lot of us are still using the basic MLS searches. It doesn't allow our consumer to control their own search. And Zenless does it allows them to control that search. If you're just sending the MLS, they're probably going to be looking at a bunch of different websites and maybe get contacted by other agents because they're looking at listings on these other websites. So best to use Zenlist where you can know what they're doing and you can also provide the type of search experience they want. Not only that, Ian, but you get to stay on top of what they're looking at. You have an idea because sometimes they're saying they're looking for this and they're actually looking for the opposite. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, those those people, we have them all the time that, oh, well, I will only buy in Northbrook and Glenview. And if you're using Zenlist, you know, well, they're looking at listings in Buffalo Grove and Vernon Hills that are Stevenson High School. Maybe that's, you know, another area and then you can talk to them about it. So absolutely, that's another benefit. Um, so let's talk some more about this time of year and some ways that they can specifically reach out to people. Um, so the, you know, we all know that we're supposed to be making calls and we're supposed to be writing notes, but how many of us really do that and track it on a daily basis of what you're doing? And as, as Tom Ferry says, if you don't track it, you can't improve it. Interesting. So tell us a little bit more about tracking it, Ian. What do you suggest that the agents do when they're, tra- how, how do you suggest that they track? Well, you know, here at our office, we do several different things. I know you guys have your systems too. We have our electronic format, which is built in Google Sheets that many of our coaching people use. But we also have people in the office that really like to use paper. So we have paper options for them as well. It really doesn't matter how an agent tracks it as long as they're tracking it. And the tracking can't be, oh, I made some calls this week. I don't really know how much it is because six months later, you have no idea for the last six months how much you've done. And without tracking it, you can't know how much you need to change things and tweak things as market conditions change to try and stay the same or as you're trying to grow and and increase your business. It's very true. I, I always say, too, that you don't always know which touch was the one that created the business. You know, I um, was one of the people that advertised on shopping carts right before COVID. And um, I was advertising on shopping carts. And once in a while, someone would send me a picture and say, oh, you know, you're grocery shopping with me. See, they, uh, did they call me and say, oh, you're grocery shopping with me and I want you to sell my house? No, never. But they did sort of have me in the back of their mind. And some of those people I did end up, I did end up um, getting business from. So it didn't happen immediately. Now, admittedly, because of COVID and everything kind of went haywire, I lived on those shopping carts a lot longer than I had anticipated I'd be on them, but um, which was, I guess, a benefit. Uh, But at the same time, it was it was helpful. So I say never uh, never assume that what you're doing isn't working because you're not getting instant results. Definitely, you know, you're staying in front of them, just different formats. And you know, even in our office, we th- we 
often talk about just different new ways to stay in front of them. Yeah, and and I I like to focus especially with the market conditions, what they are now, where a lot of agents are feeling a little like they're spinning their wheels. There's not enough inventory. If there's more inventory, we have a lot more sales going on. Uh, But in this kind of market, you know, it's important for agents to not think about saving money and not spending money. You need to think about investing the money wisely in what you're choosing to spend at. And so much of the time, agents will just go, oh, there's this new thing. I'm going to spend money on it, or I'm going to start a farm, or I'm going to make sure you're thoroughly evaluating um, you know, farms, you, you, if you just start mailing to a neighborhood because you like the neighborhood, what if some other agent has already been farming that for years and they dominate that area and you're trying to go to battle with them as maybe a newer agent or an agent that's unknown in that area, do you have much of a chance of having your money spent paying off as opposed to evaluating, looking at who's doing business, looking at how many houses, what is your monthly cost going to be to mail to them? What is your mailing frequency plan? And what are you going to do besides mailings to get visibility in that area? You need to really spend your money and invest it wisely. An investment of money is a good thing in this type of market condition. Spending money is a bad thing. So make sure you're differentiating and not just and not cutting something that is a genuine investment that will ultimately pay off and that you're not spending money on something just because it's the next thing that looks interesting. And also I tell agents, in my office, always check with me, your manager, before you commit to spending any large amounts of money, because I've either done everything that you can do that's stupid in this business with your <laughs> money, or I've managed an agent who has done the stupid thing I in my years in the have. business. <laughs> and I think you guys probably have the same thing. So talk to your managing broker assuming you have one that's available to you, talk to your managing broker, schedule some time, sit with them before you decide to spend money. And hopefully you're meeting with them every year about your business plan. One thing I would like to mention is personally, I received um, for years, these terrific uh, mailings that Ira Rummick had been sending out to my neighborhood. He was Uh, It was a very simple mailing and it had the properties that had sold just written out on a typed out, I should say, on a piece of paper. It was nothing fancy. There were no fancy graphics or anything like that. I looked forward to getting that mailing every time it came out because before I was an agent, I hadn't really been paying attention to maybe websites or taxes or things that had changed in the neighborhood but that one mailing was so important to me that I actually looked forward to getting it. So don't underestimate the power of reaching out to a neighborhood that um, it doesn't have to, like I said, it doesn't have to be something fancy. It could be very basic, but really terrific information. Absolutely. And because I'm kind of the legal compliance manager in the area that people ask about, if you're going to send that kind of mailing, everybody make sure you put the proper disclaimer that says that that information is provided from the MLS system and that you did not participate in any of the sales unless you did, in which case you can say, uh, I did not participate in you know these sales, but I participated in two of them or whatever it is. Make sure you're doing the proper disclosure so you don't end up getting reported and fined. Which Ira did. Of course he did. Of yes. course he did. Yes. yes. And for those listeners out there, Ira was one of the people that trained me in the business. And I'm very proud to say that he's with my office currently. And he's uh, he's a, a shining example of long term what what a realtor should be doing in this business and being ethical and honest and everything. So, absolutely. Thank, thank you for mentioning Ira. He's he's a really great guy. 
Well, thank you for listening. And we'll, we'll talk to you next time on North of Shy, the Baird Warner North Shore podcast. Bye-bye.